0: Hey, everybody. Happy Monday. It's an Ask Me Anything episode. We cover all things Chicago, sweet home Chicago, and the inexplicable decision by Mayor Johnson to get rid of a shot detection technology. We also uh, talk about birth control. We tease that. We're going to talk more about it throughout the week, actually. I'll be doing the listening. Alex Clark will lead us through that discussion. We also talk about our black voters shifting to Trump and so much more on this Ask Me Anything episode of The Charlie Kirk Show. Check out members.charliekirk.com. That's members.charliekirk.com. Welcome to The Charlie Kirk Exclusive. Uh, We provide exclusive content behind The Daily Show. Uh, So check it out right now, members.charliekirk.com. That is members.charliekirk.com. If you want to support our program, get involved with Turning Point USA at tpusa.com. That is tpusa.com. As always, you can email me, freedom at charliekirk.com. That is freedom at charliekirk.com. Buckle up, everybody. Here we go. Charlie, what you've done is incredible here. Maybe Charlie Kirk is on the college campus. I want you to know we are lucky to have Charlie Kirk.
1: Charlie Kirk's running the White House, folks.
0: a company that specializes in gold IRAs and physical delivery of precious metals. Learn how you could protect your wealth with Noble Gold Investments at noblegoldinvestments.com. That is noblegoldinvestments.com. It's where I buy all of my gold. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. William from Mount Prospect, Illinois, I know it very well, said, Charlie, I'm trying to explain to my friends... What Mayor Johnson just did, removing some sort of gunshot detection technology. Can you help me understand? Love the show. When are you coming back to Chicago? I don't know when I'm coming back to Chicago, but I know Mount Prospect very well. Thank you for the question. Grew up right down the street. So there's a technology called Shot Spotter. Uh, it's not overly sophisticated, but it's very effective. Shot Spotter, effectively, as a shooting happens, because they are um, they put up basically audio configurations on the streets of Chicago. It detects where gunshots happen in a city. It's very effective. And it can save lives. Well, Mayor Johnson, who is the new, of course, mayor of Chicago, who is a race Marxist. He says, we got to get rid of this shot spotter. This shot spotter thing is a racist. It's racist. Now, why is audio detection of gunshots racist? Well, Mayor Johnson, who is overseeing one of the bloodiest, most dangerous cities in the Northern Hemisphere, he says it's racist because police have to go into black and Latino neighborhoods so often. Okay, so why do they have to go into black and Latino neighborhoods? Before I answer that very obvious question, what Mayor Johnson has to answer is, Well, who are the victims typically, though? Who are the victims? The perps are usually black or Latino, and the victims are usually black and Latino. This is one of the reasons why on this program we are so forcefully against configuring policy, language decisions, vocabulary, all against the threat of being called racist. We say quite often that The power of the R-word can be used to destroy your society. Look at Chicago. In the city of Chicago, it is quite common just right now, year to date, just since uh, New Year's. 40 shot and killed in Chicago, 192 shot and killed, 232 total shot, and 47 total homicides. By the way, the vast majority of these murders go unsolved. No arrests, no indictments. Did you know that? The vast majority of the murders in Chicago... They don't even bother. Yeah, another gang shooting. They will start to get a little bit interested. If like an innocent girl or bystander child gets shot, the police will put some effort into it. But unfortunately and tragically, if just a 20 year old gang banger gets shot, the police are just like, forget it. They don't put the effort in. Last year in Chicago, let's look at the numbers in 2023. How did Chicago do? 576 people were shot and wounded in Chicago. 2501 uh, shot and killed. 500, 576 people shot and killed. 2501 shot and wounded, 3077 total shot and 647 total homicides. And America got a picture into what happens in Chicago every single day at the Kansas City Super Bowl celebration. Where they just spray and pray. And I believe a young woman died because of it. And, you know, the ESPN says, oh, it's a dispute. Oh, is that what we call gang-related violence now? A dispute? This is going to make Chicago even less safe, further empower the gangs and the criminals. All because we're supposed to care about the R word. This is one of the reasons why I'm so fervent, because I see where this is headed. They will reconfigure all of society under the guise of racism. Don't believe me? Listen to Mayor Johnson, Play Cut 165. Good afternoon, Mayor. I'll be quick. Um, First question, if the city isn't considering a gunshot detection alternative to ShotSpotter, then what should replace it? Um, Will it still be a form of surveillance technology?
1: As I've said, my plan and my vision for the city of Chicago is comprehensive. Investing in people is our best pathway forward. And so I, I don't want us to to fall into the trap and the behavior of, of of old, where we only look at policing as the only form to build a better, stronger, safer Chicago.
0: That's not the best clip. So let me make sense of what he's saying. This is how this is a huge difference between the left and the right. And he's talking in code here because he's supposed to be Mayor Lee. But let me tell you what he's really saying here. You know what that was? Comprehensive, uh, more than policing. What he's saying is that Poverty is to blame for crime. That's what he's saying. They don't have enough stuff. Yeah, they might be on EBT and they might have benefits and subsidized housing, but you can't really blame them because they're poor and that's what poor people do. How insulting to the working poor of this country that have not committed crimes and did the right thing. How many of you are currently in the working poor, number one? How many of you are temporarily in the working poor, number two? How many of you had parents in the working poor? How many of you had grandparents in the working poor that never committed crimes and kept your head down and paid your taxes and went to work? This is one of the great divides in the country, and Mayor Johnson is playing right into it. Instead of penalizing the criminal, he feels sympathy with the criminal because, oh, it's because he didn't have enough money. He didn't have enough stuff. This is a Marxist argument. Rooted in trash philosophy, that only materialism can blame for the evil that we see in our society. Play Cut 166, please. Shotsbotter alerts police departments to gunshots fired through acoustic sensors. That company took a stock hit Tuesday after Mayor Brandon Johnson announced he would fulfill a campaign promise and give the company a six month extension, but then not renew their deal. The mayor's announcement before he had a deal signed with the company.
1: The city has lost all its leverage when you make an announcement that you're canceling ShotSpotter uh, and extending it until September without having a signed contract. This is a great loss for the city of Chicago, particularly as we prepare to go into the summer months and as we go into a Democratic National Convention already with a police department that is
0: undersized um, by at least 2,000 officers. If you want crime to go up, this is what you'll do. He thinks it's racism, Spotter. What is being created in Chicago is the equivalent of basically no-go zones. And they basically, they effectively already exist, the no-go zones, where police just don't patrol and they just go to clean up the bodies. That's it. Chicago police officers have—and I can get this map here. I know Chicago very, very well. Grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. And it's only gotten worse. I mean, it is so much worse. So this is Cook County, essentially. It's actually it's the city of Chicago. It's, Cook County is much bigger than that. But that's in Cook County. And this is effectively the no-go zones. The uh, red parts are where the most killings and the most murders happen. The blue parts, the police are welcome. and the, that, So that's the west side and the south side. Do you see that? The west side is incredibly dangerous. That is the United Center. That's what's called the West Loop. It's right near University of Illinois-Chicago. It's right. Basically, the end of nice Chicago is like Greek town and little Italy. And then you are you're all in You're 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 you better have a weapon. The south side, you go south of what used to be called Comiskey Park, U.S. Cellular. I think it's 35th Street. I'll look it up. 42nd Street, something like that. Once you go south of U.S. Cellular, I think they've renamed it again. Ridiculous. It would always be Comiskey to me. Oh, it's called Guaranteed Rate Field. What is that all about? Everything's changed. It's all going south. 35th Street. I wasn't that far off. Once you go south of 35th Street, forget it. That's what the map is. Effectively, Mayor Johnson wants no go zones. He doesn't care about innocent blacks being killed. He doesn't care about innocent Latinos being killed. I do. But he doesn't care. There is no rational reason to get rid of a shot detection service that uses audio, by the way. That's it. Okay, bang, 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 bang. Okay, you know what? It's super amazing technology. Bang, 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 ba-bang. Police say, okay, there's a shooting right now. It saves lives. It allows early detection and nothing less. It allows them to send an ambulance. Not anymore. Because racism. How do you feel? Well, I feel great. And one of the reasons I feel better is because I take Balance of Nature's fruit and veggies in a capsule. They have an amazing story of how this product was developed by Dr. Douglas Howard. It's right there on their website. Balance of Nature receives over a 1,000 success stories every single month. They've had hundreds of thousands of customers who've purchased billions of capsules of fruits and veggies over the past 20 years. And you should check it all out on their website. Their products are gluten-free and non-GMO, and they contain no added sugars or synthetics. I think if you're looking for something to make you feel better naturally, you should definitely give Balance of Nature a try. In fact, order it today. Whether you order online or call them direct, you must use the promo code CHARLIE to get the special offer of 35% off. Call them at 800 or use discount code CHARLIE. Order online at balanceofnature.com, discount code CHARLIE to get 35% off. So please check it out right now. That is balanceofnature.com. Promo code Charlie. Check it out. Yeah, Chicago's an amazing example of just how miserable a place can become and you just keep voting Democrat. Keep voting Democrat. It's really sad. It's very tragic. By the way, I was wrong. I looked this up in the break. (laughs) Do you know that 74% of all murders go unsolved in Chicago? 74%. Last year, it reached a record high in the city of Chicago. By the way, you know that the U.S. US murder rates are right around 50% of solved rates that come to completion. So about half of murderers get away with murder. I think that's actually a very persuasive data point to tell people. They think everything's fine, everything's great. You say, do you know that half of the people that kill somebody else will never be arrested and that will be an unsolved case? Just don't care. In certain parts of Chicago, it goes down to about 66%, other parts 75%. And you heard in that other clip, it, you, you, there, it's all coded language. It says, yeah, you know, we're hitting into the summer months. That's the gang-killing season. This is not, It's not even bad right now. It's cold. The gangbangers do not like the cold. No one likes the cold. It's Chicago. Stay inside. Murder rate goes down in the winter months. Remember, one of my favorite stories ever. It was short-lived. It was the only good thing that came out of COVID is the gangbangers were more afraid of COVID than they were of getting shot out in the side of the street. It's like the murder rate for like 30 days went down to next to nothing because no one knew what COVID was. And it was like, oh my goodness. So everyone stayed inside and the murder rate <laughs> basically went down to nothing. in Chicago. And of course, obviously it went back up in the summer of love and it hasn't gone, it's murders are up tremendously. But it just goes to show, it, of course it can be stopped. It obviously can be stopped. So shot spotter, the way it works, is they have this audio detection system in these areas. They hear a gunshot, something that can be easily detected, and immediately pops up on the Chicago Police Department's radar, and they can respond, and they can send ambulatory services, they can send police, and they can help. Not anymore. Now it's just 911. Now it's just, hey, something happened. It's far less efficient, far less precise. But why would we ever think that Mayor Johnson wants what's best for Chicago? Why would anybody think that? He's a communist. He wants to destroy Chicago. He doesn't want people to live in nice and safe neighborhoods. That's not why he's there. Let's play uh, 136, please. Investing in
1: people is our best pathway forward. Other technological advances you know, that I may not be aware of that provide a non-police response to respond to emergency because 40% of the calls that come through are our mental health crises there could be some forms of technology that can give us a response so that emt can show up and mental health crisis providers can show up i'm not aware of any you know but again the approach here is, is to build a comprehensive approach and that's what we've done and so I, I don't want us to to fall into the trap and the behavior of 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 old where we only look at policing as the only form to build a better stronger safer
0: chicago comprehensive How's that work Mayor Johnson? I do think it will be interesting and I do plan to attend with many, many armed guards. I do think it's really something. And I think it's very, very fitting that the Democrat convention will be held in Chicago. I think it's fitting that the Democrats have chosen a once beautiful, majestic place that is now a hellhole as the place where they try to make the pitch to the American people for four more years. I think it's perfect. I think it's perfect that the Democrats are in a place where 75% of murders go unsolved, where there are 500 people are murdered every single year, where they can't find entire kids, the entire schools they can't find a kid that can read at grade level. Homelessness and crime and property taxes, income taxes, people leaving the state in droves. I think it's perfect. And it shows that they think it's terrific, even though every imaginable independent metric shows that Chicago and Illinois is collapsing. They think it's going just fine. Viva la revolution. You're going to have J.B. Pritzker. Obama will give an address. And deep down, they know that's the thing. Deep down, they know that they wouldn't send their kids to the west side of Chicago. They wouldn't walk the streets of the south side. But they're OK for you to do that they've never cared about you they never will care about you hey there have you taken a good look at the banks lately on the surface everything seems fine but there's a whole lot more going on underneath it's like looking under the hood of a car and finding a mess of broken wires and parts The parts are loans for homes, cars, and those credit cards that we all use. And they're hitting record highs. It's kind of scary when you think about it. Why risk your money for a tiny 5% return when things are so shaky? This is where Noble Gold Investments can help. They're like a friend who knows all about keeping your money safe. They suggest gold and silver, oldies but goodies in the finance world. Plus, they've got a sweet deal, a free one-fourth of an ounce gold standard gold coin this month. If you qualify, it's pretty cool, right? If you're curious, just give them a call at 877-646-5347. It's just the chat, no pressure. They'll help you figure out if gold and silver are right for you. Or visit noblegoldinvestments.com dot com, or take the first step towards a safer financial future. That is noblegoldinvestments.com. dot com. dot com. They'll help you find out if gold and silver are the right next step for you. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. dot com. That is noblegoldinvestments.com. dot com. This one is from Joe from Tennessee, Charlie. I have a couple daughters and the doctors keep on pushing birth control on them. I recently saw a tweet about Elon Musk. I'm not really sure how to handle this. My wife says that birth control is necessary and fine. What do you think? Okay, I'm by no means an expert on this, but Elon Musk has recently tweeted about this. And I think it's really interesting. Quote, Elon Musk said the following hormonal birth control makes you fat, doubles risk of depression and triples risk of suicide. There is this is a clear scientific consensus, but very few people seem to know it. Um, This is true, that there are a lot of negative side effects to hormonal birth control. Uh, It makes women more likely to get on antidepressants, uh, makes women more likely to have suicidal ideation. Um, It does deal and mess with your ability to stay at a healthy weight, and hormonal birth control is being ditched. Uh, Many fathers and parents don't know this, uh, but the hormonal birth control is partially about birth control, but it's also about, oh, you don't need to have your period or you have acne. It is a a catch-all for all the Puberty anxiety that young ladies might be feeling. And again, I'm a man and I know I believe in male female differences deeply. So I'm not going to say uh, in any like, let's just say decisive way that I could tell you from a personal experience or perspective. But there is study after study to reinforce this, and we will have Alex Clark on the program next week uh, to speak about this on the program. I think you guys will really appreciate and enjoy that. Okay, Uh, next question here. Uh, We are taking your questions live freedom at charliekirk.com. That is freedom at charliekirk.com. Let's go to this one about the SAT. Uh, Trevor from Idaho. Charlie, what do you think? What do you make of the SAT coming back? to the Ivy League schools. I think it's really something. Okay, this is amazing. So they got rid of the SAT a couple years ago. Uh, this is an article written by uh, Jill Flipovich. Flipovich, journalist and author behind the book, Okay Boomer, Let's Talk, How My Generation Got Left Behind. Uh, she's a far left-wing activist and she embraces all the talking points you would imagine. So Dartmouth College uh, will reinstate its policy of requiring applicants to submit the SAT. They got rid of it for a while, all around inequality. This is what Jill says, quote, There's no question that students who are white or Asian or from wealthy families generally score higher on the SAT than those who are black, Hispanic or, fo- or poor. For that reason, many progressives, including myself, have historically looked at the SAT with deep skepticism, seeing the test as a tool for reinforcing inequality. The problem, though, is that this experiment in getting rid of the test, coupled with a recent U.S. Supreme Court decision that forbids... Schools from taking student race into account and admissions may be even worse. You see, they're scrambling. They're scrambling, trying to figure out how they can keep the race hustle going at these Ivy League schools. What's happening behind the scenes is that there's a ton of ridiculously unqualified people who are let into these top schools, and faculty is freaking out. We're getting leaked emails and text messages. We're getting a lot of incoming from people because we know a lot of people that are attached to these universities. And even liberal faculty are saying, "Um, there are people here in my my class who can barely read. How did this happen? And so the Ivy League schools are trying to fix it. Like, okay, well, uh, let's go back to the SAT because you probably have to read to be able to get into the SAT. They are refusing at every turn to build an institution on merit. Because if they build the institution on merit— We don't know what that institution will look like, but it might, it might result in something that they consider to be unequal. It might end up resulting in something that isn't as diverse as they like, and they cannot stomach that. They cannot stomach an outcome, a disparity that is not to their liking. And it's very interesting. Jill Flipovich. she is conflating White and wealthy in this article time and time again. So MIT, Georgetown, and Dartmouth are all bringing it back after the Ivy Leagues have ditched it. Because what what they discovered is when they did this, uh, the, the, the kind of more, oh, tell us about your personality, all this other nonsense, is that it actually helped white and Asian kids even more. That's because without the SAT and with pervasive grade inflation, that means huge numbers of straight-A students are applying to top schools. College admission officers are using softer, more personalized metrics, the kind that may be even easier for affluent students for more sophisticated families to gain. This is what's hilarious. SAT scores do indeed reflect radical and economic privilege, racial and economic privilege, I'm sorry, but so do college essays, extracurricular activities, and letter recommendations. She's acknowledging that at some point, you need to allow merit— When you're trying to build an institution. Objective measures are always what will help real underdogs the most. When you make things vague and soft and murky, it favors the secret society. You favor people who are politically connected, favored by the regime. Corruption or merit. Institutions can run on one of two things. They can run on corruption or they can run on merit. There is no other option. So think about that. Either it can run on who is the best and the best should be here or who has the insider access. And the left and the progressives and the academic elite at no matter what it takes, they do not want anything built on merit. Why? Because they don't have the capacity to stomach inequality. Inequality is the norm. Inequality is the state of nature. Now, what you do with inequality is a different question. You have charity, you have generosity, benevolency, you build a society that lifts people up based on all sorts of different types of backgrounds. But if you have an institution where the mission statement is centered around excellence, which is what the Ivy Leagues are supposed to be, the best schools, the best students, the best break, the most important breakthroughs. You cannot have it centered on diversity. And if it does, it all of a sudden starts to collapse the institution from within, which is exactly what's happening in higher education. Okay, let's get to this one here. Patricia from Florida. Charlie, inflation feels worse than ever. Uh, When will this end? And what are the major things driving it? Uh, I had a liberal friend tell me it was all Trump's fault. Okay, let's play cut 59 about how inflation is hotter than expected. Play cut 59.
1: Headline number, expected to be up two-tenths of a percent, is up three-tenths of a percent. That's the hottest since SEP of 23 when it was up four-tenths of a percent. Strip out food and energy, even hotter. Up four-tenths of a percent, also one-tenth hotter than expected. Up four-tenths of a percent, well, you equal that going to May of last year. You surpass it going to April of last year when it was up 0.5.
0: Okay, so what is driving inflation? Inflation is when you have more dollar bills chasing fewer goods and services. That's it. And so the way that the American economy is configured is you have a central bank that controls monetary policy, and then you have Congress or the government that controls fiscal policy. So an economy is centered on a combination of monetary, fiscal, and then the market. We are the market. So what does the market do? What does the fiscal side do? What does the monetary side do? We are in a death spiral. Do not believe, oh, stock record highs, best housing market ever. We are in a death spiral right now. And it's just a matter of time until we acknowledge it. We are extending the sugar high. We are extending the bender. Now, I'm not a drinker, but allow this analogy. From what I understand, if you wake up with a hangover and you have liquor when you wake up, you could prolong the pain of the eventual hangover from setting in. I believe it's called hair of the dog. And so you wake up after a long night of drinking, and you have another Bloody Mary. You just keep the party going. That's the American economy right now. You drink to make the headache go away, but the drinking will eventually bring in another headache. You're just essentially... Prolonging it. The crash will eventually come. It's not a hack. It's not a um, glitch in the biological system. It's a cop out. The crash will eventually come. COVID was our drunk college night. Trillions of dollars we didn't have, and we pushed the envelope. And we are deciding to have a couple shots of vodka. And eventually, That bill will come due. There is no soft landing. I'm not trying to overly depress you, but we are doing, we are borrowing nearly $2 trillion on the fiscal side, and we are continuing massive quantitative easing. The Fed is so treacherous. They are so dishonest. Many of us did not know that when the Silicon Valley bank collapse occurred last year, That opened the guzzle of cheap money. Remember, the market was correcting before that. Boy, as soon as they came and rescued Silicon Valley Bank, what I should have done, I should have been smarter. You should have just bought as many stocks as you possibly could. Not because any value was being created, because they were quietly turning on the guzzle. This President's Day, honor the legacy that shaped America with AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. At AMAC, we celebrate the courage and leadership that built our nation. In honor of President's Day, enjoy our exclusive sale. Become a five-year AMAC member for just $35. That's right, $35 for a five-year membership. As a member, enjoy benefits tailored for mature Americans, resources, exclusive discounts, trusted news, games, sweepstakes, and a powerful voice for your rights. Join us in honoring our nation's leaders. Visit amac.us slash charlie for the special President's Day offer during the month of February. Seize the opportunity to be part of a community, value, experience, wisdom, and principles that make America strong. Go to amac.us slash charlie. Secure your five-year membership for $35 today. AMAC, better for you, better for America. Happy President's Day from the Association of Mature American Citizens. Visit amac.us slash charlie. Let's get to some more stories here. This one here from Tanya. From New Hampshire, Charlie, I'm starting to see more and more evidence that black voters are moving in Donald Trump's direction. Loved the interview with Terrence Williams. Can you elaborate more? I'm starting to see this happen, too. Again, for whatever it's worth. And again, all it needs to be is a five-point move in Georgia or a three- to five-point move. I think some of the proclamations that Donald Trump will win the black vote, that's probably overdone, but I think a five- to ten-point move is certainly in the cards in some of these states. Jesse Waters, the great Jesse Waters, love Jesse. He's noticing a trend here. Let's play cut 79. And even the most popular names in hip-hop, Snoop Dogg, 50 Cent, or Maga Curious, you could say. Kanye, well, he still knows what it is. Still back in Trump? Yeah, of course, it's Trump all day. What you talking about? You know what it is. (laughs) And now Killer Mike, a hip-hop artist who backed Bernie and just won three Grammys, went on The View and refused to back Biden. Watch.
1: In terms of nationally, I'm just kind of doing what my grandfather said, staying out of white folks' business and watching what happens. <laughs> you know, I'm going to see what happens. If there's a candidate that pops up around September, October, that needs a push that's really in policy-wise, is good for us going to jump up. But for right now, I just don't want to be involved in the soap opera because black people, especially black men in the South, are afraid. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have concerns around immigration. They have concerns around gun control. Mm-hmm. They have concerns around wealth building.
0: No, I'm not a rap fan. I watched uh, this. His name is Killer Mike. Is that right? Yeah. I watched him on the View. Very articulate, and I mean, he was very impressive. And he's had a really tough family situation with some medical thing. And I don't know why he got arrested at the award show, but I thought he I thought he handled it very well. And you know, th- these white liberals I, I suppose not all of them are white, but these white liberal women on the View is almost like a kind of a, a humiliation session. So again, I'm I'm far from a Rap aficionado, but uh, Killer Mike is a uh, very popular and he's an American rapper and activist. And you would expect that he would just kind of parrot the line, you know, we need Joe Biden, we need the left wing, we need Democrats, we need that whole thing. And he he said no. He said I'm staying out. And honestly, Killer Mike saying he's staying out is kind of a death blow to the Democrats. It, it, it's like shocking. Snoop Dogg recently, by the way, was asked by some reporter, "What do you think about Trump?" and Snoop Dogg was like, I love Trump. He's the most amazing person ever. No, he didn't say that. He said, effectively, I will never say a bad word. He pardoned some guy from NWA or something. Some, Or he, he founded some sort of company with him or some sort of rap company. And he'll forever be in high stead with me because he pardoned this guy. Remember, Donald Trump also pardoned Lil Wayne, who's now in Super Bowl commercials. You have to wonder, if if some of this on the margins can really start to add up. I think it's very exciting. And Killer Mike, again, not scripted. I thought that he was impressively articulate in the sense of how he was talking about politics and navigating the view. And he said one thing that was really interesting in that clip. He said, black voters have a lot on their mind. Immigration. Time out. If Killer Mike is saying immigration is a major issue for black voters, that means that they're 100% looking at this from a conservative perspective. No one in the black community has liberal views on immigration. Okay, it's either you have no views and you don't care or you're a right winger on on the immigration topic, period. The spectrum in the black community, no no person, unless you're like an academic Joy Reid type, wants amnesty. Part of what Killer Mike's entire approach is, is that, hey, black people have been wronged. We need to try to rebuild our community. Let's put Americans first and specifically black Americans need to have a better opportunity. That's his argument. And so therefore he isolates immigration and immigration is a consensus builder. And I think of that whole tape, if I was Donald Trump, you know, I am going to advise him the best I can publicly and privately, and he knows this stuff much better than I do, but I would say, look, I think this is an attack vector where you can build this incredible coalition and killer Mike is broadcasting to you on the view. Notice he didn't say policing. Killer Mike didn't say, you know, black voters have a lot on their mind. It's police brutality and it's white supremacy and it's the KKK marching through the hills. Killer Mike said, you know, black voters have a lot on their mind. Immigration. Boom. First thing. Advantage Trump. Not to say Trump's going to win the black vote. But if Trump does three points, four points, five points better in Wisconsin and Georgia, runs up the score in the conservative areas and does a little bit better in the suburbs, Watch out. Thanks so much for listening. Everybody email us, as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. Thanks so much for listening and God bless. For more on many of these stories and news you can trust, go to charliekirk.com.